we're seeing right now Al Wexman, the actor, who you know from Cagney and Lacey. We, he, he was a director. And Mark Warren, who just is a Canadian Broadcasting Corporation kind of guy. Interesting. Uh, it's poorly edited, or at least it's yeah. it's weirdly edited. I mean, it went from the brother's face opening the door to the brother's face in the hospital room. Yes, that's right. It was too awkward and quick a cut. You kind of don't know how we got here. But you do get, put two and two together. I mean, it, it it ties the story. I mean, there's one next scene is this scene, you know, I get it. So we find out that they have a really good relationship, you know. Um, that That's what we, you know, I don't know. Should I play it? A little bit of love. Now, again, he's going to get the advice. Assimilate. Relate to people. Carl, I'm going to close the studio door. I could I could hear the wind blowing outside. Oh, I can't leave it open. It'll okay, sounds good. Healthier for you. It is. I like. I like you know when you skin your knee. Studio. You know when you skin your knee and it takes forever to heal. Right. That's how he feels all the time inside. You know, he's in that healing process. Well, I learned from the Nicolas Cage movie Manny. You pour alcohol. Onto uh-huh. the wounded knee, and then you scream. You go into oh. the bathroom, you take like a bottle of vodka, you pour it on your wound, and you go, blah. Yeah. That kills the bugs. You see, I don't know if you know, there was a um, Native American custom practiced at wounded knee. Wounded knee? Yeah. Here's, they would pour out. Yeah, it was practiced at wounded knee. Hey, I like your dress. Like your dress. That was the advice his brother gave him. Do it. I commend, I I commend like you. <laughs> I like your dress. Now she, he hasn't laughed in years. I like the bad cut. Better filmed in this cut, you know. He threw some French down. That is so Canadian. Okay, this is really funny. He calls up to leave a message for his brother, and coincidentally, in this small world, Bernadette Peters just got a job as one of the operators. A switchboard operator. In 1981? They still had them? Yeah, definitely. Thanks and goodbye. Thanks and goodbye. Is that all? Now she's giving advice. You see, the boss doesn't like that behind her. Now listen to what he says. I don't know if that joke is lost on you, but the message for his brother was thanks and goodbye. And then when he hung up just now, he goes, okay, thanks and goodbye. It was funny when... Okay, so she's unfairly going to get fired. Now, that doesn't mean she's not kooky and deserving of... She's uh, clearly, yeah. But at the same time, the, the world is not fair to her. She, it's, it's day one, once again, and something terrible is going to happen, and she's fired. That an Orthodox guy, him. <laughs> That's hard to pull up. You don't hear the the winds whipping around right now. No. Okay, okay. Look, look, look at this. Yeah, suicide attempt. 
but he'll fuck it up, of course, and shoot up the ceiling by a mistake. Right. See all the With lights going on? The neighbors on? above. Yeah, those are the upstairs neighbors. Now he's at the police station, and you get one call. So who does he call? He doesn't Switch call work. his lawyer. He calls to see if they got the message I'm right. Sorry, I need your code number. He pretends I he's his brother. Can't you tell this is me? We're oh, it's really not supposed to. Listen to me. There's a message from your brother. It says thanks and bye-bye. Thanks and bye-bye. That's wrong. Right, to be bye and thanks. Thanks and bye-bye. That's what he said. That's very funny. So you have been arrested, right, for firing yes. off the gun in an apartment. It was people above, maybe, who knows what. You're right. in jail. You get one phone call. Does he call his brother? Does he call his lawyer? Does he call, you know? No, he calls the switchboard, the, the message service. Make sure they got it right because he intends on killing himself. Oh, that's pretty funny. Okay, she is fantastic. Another job down. Okay, here he is in jail, and who should walk through the door but Henry Gibson? Avocado. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about uh, Artie, the, the killer who, uh, for three, $1, strangled three people in the AMP? For one <laughs> single dollar? What yeah. year was it? What year was it? This was this year. Didn't you see the headline? It said, Artie chokes oh. three for a dollar at the AMP. Oh, my God. Now, if he had done that in 1929... When that could have been his so family open. for a week. Also, the AMP was open in 1929. I think they right. all closed. I think they closed 10 years ago. The hours of day were much more limited when it was the Atlantic and Pacific Tea Company. That's right. Is that what AMP Supermarket was short for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Wow. Can you check out this? This is a real supermarket. It has Atlantic and Pacific. <laughs> well, they would get imported stuff, and you know, it was like all rickety old buildings with horses, right? Uh, so it was all about tea. They distributed tea, but like, and you know, they threw in this and they threw in that, and eventually it grew, and then now it's mangoes, and eventually they just became a grocery store because they had a great trade route or something. Sure. Oh, okay, know. now she's kooky but lovable. Is that the unemployment office? And this guy's saying, please, please, please. I, I, I'm not the impulsive type. I may not be much, but it is what I'm used to. Is this a newer job she has? The newest? This is the unemployment office. Why don't you come over there and have a look at the list of jobs on the board? He's great, Bernadette Peters. She never did something that wasn't a hit. She, uh, in terms of her acting, we saw her in Heart Bleeps, right? And that movie Even in Heart Bleeps, which was easy to fuck up, she did a good job. She did a good job. Okay, so she's now obsessed with this married Carl. And how do you put up with it, Carl? <laughs> so anyway, she's just getting rejected by him. I mean, he 
he has a family and he's going to get caught and he's a schmuck and you know right. it's not professional it's not now professional. this is her suicide attempt she will crash her car okay well there's only two other people in montreal so who's he gonna right. crash into? so he all she almost crashed into the only other one of the only other people gabe kaplan Just coincidence. They still don't know each other. He doesn't know that she's the switchboard operator or the woman who pushed him over the bridge. Exactly. This is a good film, okay? Kind of funny that that is true. This film is a good film, except it has a bad ending. That's all. Okay, what does Gabe Kaplan see? Look at all the people not helping. Yeah. Car's like a grill right there. Get her out. Whoa. Got gloves on because it's Montreal. It's chilly uh-huh. outside. He said, pardon moi. Watch how big this explosion is. This explosion. Oh, how cool. He didn't look back. Really? That was, God, that was a great explosion. I'm so glad they gave it 0.2 seconds of our time on screen. Yeah, that's right. They really did waste an opportunity there. They just cut right away. Maybe something happened because when it blew, you saw how they sort of shook. Yeah. So maybe something happened, really. Maybe they fell to the ground hard. Yeah, was, yeah it was right. obvious. I would have been fine if they kept that footage if they fell down. <laughs> no, Mike, you would not have been fine. I know you. You would have been like, this is all the inhumanity. It's Do the extra Dot com. Does the Carter die? Can we welcome back Carter? Yes. Welcome, welcome back, Carter. So now, you know, this is the man who saved you. And she's like, ah, she bites him. She starts throwing stuff at him and oh, freaking she him. wanted she wanted, she wanted to, die. to die. Yeah. Well, you know, at this point he's just, yep, stop walking along with her. Yeah. And he does. But he'll come back tomorrow. Okay, he's home watching the TV, and he just can't kill himself. Here's this was released man. A $25,000 bond. I'm telling you, Artie's a lot cheaper. Artie chokes three for a dollar at the AP. <laughs> yeah, but it's all about who you know, okay? You'd have to get to Jersey. Uh, you'd have to find this Artie. Meanwhile, some reason, this film inexplicably makes it so that Gabe Kaplan knows exactly where Artie where Henry Gibson oh, is going to park his car. Oh, yeah. It's the bright, it's the ugly orange uh, spot. Orange green spot. Damn it. I ruined the joke. It's avocado. <laughs> ugly dog. Now, Henry Gibson does a great job here. Okay. Scratch your head. Terrible looking print. Fire. I'm sorry, audience. Uh, I don't know how to put this, but. Uh, laughing. That was this guy. All about laughing. Can I stop scratching now? Don't bother me. I think it would be interesting. Will you listen to me? Will you just listen? I'm listening. Mm. How much does it cost? I wouldn't know. Would you guess? 15 G's is a good price. <laughs> 20 is very So he's like, would you, how much does it cost? Yeah, so he's like, well, would you guess how much it costs? Look, it's, there's a cuckoo clock. 
What? What's that about? No oh, that's his no call. Oh, that's his suitcase phone. <laughs> yeah, it goes cuckoo, cuckoo. He goes, how many? You know, fifteen, twenty-five thousand is a very good price. He goes, fifty thousand. He goes, who's the target? He gives him the Manila envelope. He goes, you. Was his headshot? It's all sorts of information or... about like where he go eats a lot, where he lives, what his routine is. What is what photo? Is that a, like a business photo from the think tank organization? Or I guess his, yes. His what I his comedy headshot. A headshot. That's why I came to you. I don't think you want to. I want to. I want to. Believe me, I want to. Okay. Why don't you just kill him now? Here. Yeah, why not just kill him now then? Oh, I want a life dire. Right. But they don't do it. God bless this film for not pursuing that. He it just doesn't fit. Yeah, but see, that's this the subtlety of this film's humor. Like, they'll say that. Then they won't go on to the punch. They know you get it at home, even though it right. just makes you smirk, not for He's telling out. the guy, I'm not going to kill you. Lighting up, have a lifesaver. Right. Yeah. yeah. Until he agrees and they have a serious conversation about if he'll take the job. Here, let's mm -hmm. listen, okay? For the target. Target. I don't talk to targets. He goes, are you the employer or the target? And now he's the employer. That's Can important. You remember that? You're the employer. There's one thing you better remember. It's the only thing that's going to make this kosher. How do you want the target eliminated? Quick? Or will you want him to suffer? Suffer. Quick, very quick, definite, quick. <laughs> okay. It wouldn't hang a person. <laughs> His suit is green like avocado. Yeah. No he is Maurice Avocado. No I never try to kill myself once by drowning. And listen, I got to tell you, Mike, this guy might be the most regular LWAFL MOYT actor. He was in four of them. Oh, okay. And this is his fifth. He was in Kiss Me Stupid. Right. Billy Wilder. The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Yes. Uh, Brenda Starr. And right. the Silly Biodome. Oh, he was in Biodome. Your yeah. favorite movie. Is it? Is it? You got so angry at me when I what? said, let's do Biodome. Oh, okay, okay. Now that was I the first time I, we did the switcheroo. You're like, you're watching <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> make up for it. Is he too oh. late? No, well, he's not. He's going to see her. Oh, I see. Miss Wallace, can I talk to you for a minute? I'll leave whenever you want me to. Yeah. So it's basically, why did you come to see me? I don't know why. You want me to be grateful or something? And he goes, I'll tell you why, but promise not to laugh. You know, it all kind of goes sideways. Does he tell her that he has a hitman? No. I really don't know. What an idiot. You're right. I'm an idiot. No, it's no, Days of Our Lives. Soap opera. I don't like this episode. It's not depressing enough. Yeah, I hate this soap opera episode. Yeah, yeah it's not depressing enough. They should really stop showing reruns of the soap opera. <laughs> I'll tell you why you came here, Buster Brown. I saw this. I saw you these. Want a okay, 
You want a prize for saving me. You want to see gratitude. I'm not looking for gratitude. Then what'd you come here for? She's good. Yeah. I came here yesterday because I just wanted to see how you were. And I expected not to get bitten. <laughs> I was pretty erratic yesterday, wasn't I? Yes, I would say so. Fighting is erratic. I lost a doctor sent crystal medal and it's broken on my hospital bill. I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Anger. See? Anger. Anger. Are you angry at me? Now it's going to turn into the promise you won't laugh thing. Is this how they meet cute? Well, um, I'd really like to try and understand something. Yes. I mean, they, yeah. He, she runs into him and. I promise you I won't laugh. It's dumb. I haven't told anybody. Listen, just because the music is humorous doesn't mean I won't laugh. You're looking at a man who hasn't laughed. It's an interesting choice of music, here. isn't it? It's a melancholy me, act. Of you. you can trust me. When you saw me. When you pulled me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I was trying to kill myself. That car wreck was an attempted suicide? Yes. Yeah. You see why he might think that's funny? Because he's trying to kill himself. So she's going to get mad. Very sad. It's very sad. He's smart. Um, yeah. How long have you been this depressed? It's, it's when a person goes to that extreme, he must. <laughs> get. <laughs> You're laughing. You're no, fucking laughing. No, I'm not. I'm just. It's not yeah, it's not funny. This is where you give the 800 number, Carl. Suicide is not it's funny. Suicide prevention. Oh, you know that song? Suicide is painless unless yeah. you cut a vein with a venus. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide is painless unless you cut a venus. Then that's gonna hurt like a bitch. Da -da -da. Ba -ba -da -da -da. Oh, now he gets a ticket, and it's kind of funny. Like, she has no mercy. So mine. My grandfather died. Yeah. So did mine. Keeps me from overeating. Someone just ran a light. I don't do lights. I don't do lights. Canadian meter maid. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Last we'll see of her. Well, uh, it's actually not the last we'll see of her because, as you know, we're in Montreal, population, you know, 16. <laughs> so we will see her again, yes. So he came to see her again with some chocolates even, but she's not there. She's checked out. Okay. Give the chocolate to the other lady. No, no way. Oh, you eat the chocolate yourself? Okay, she's getting a ticket. He's getting a ticket again. And he's such a nice guy. He gives her some chocolates. He would have liked you. He was a traffic cop. I guess he went to that big... Name my uncle died. No. He's not double parked. Have chocolate. I like that he did it after the ticket. Right. Yeah, he's a compassionate guy. So... He's mad, right? So he pulls up beside her and he like rips the ticket, you know, as if that means he doesn't have to pay it. Right? Yeah, I, I think that's how it works. 
It's gone. And then look, he runs a red light. But she doesn't, she do, doesn't lights. do lights. <laughs> Isn't that good? You want to burn. Hey, wait a minute. Who is that? I can't see because it's such a bad print. They barely went a block and there she is. Mm-hmm. Usually you would have to drive them for miles until you bump into somebody in Montreal. <laughs> well, I guess she was just discharged or something. She's like, what, what bus are you waiting on? I'm not taking a bus. I'm resting. Now who gets the last laugh is the meter, it's the meter maid. I saw her creeping up there. She's, yeah, she's right behind the car. I Not lost laughing. the ability to turn on the sound. Well, you know, it's funny with Gabe Kaplan, he has a kind of a Vince Vaughnian way of talking, like kind of. Yes. And you really do need to listen to him. So a lot of these, a lot of, you know, his movies, you know, if we're going to do them, there's always a feeling of we're going to lose that cadence, you know, what, right. uh, the rhythm of, of how he talks in there. Yeah, because it's really important. And this scene is very important for them to, like, start to understand the, the, each other. He's trying to explain why he laughed, you know? Is she pissed that half the chocolate is eaten? They got well, it. yeah. No, uh, not she's not pissed about it because there's a whole layer underneath that has the cherry one she likes. Oh, okay. This is why he tried to kill himself four times. <laughs> oh, she got back. But look how her face got serious again. And then she laughed at him again. Why'd you do it? What sort of pushed you over the edge? So. Now it's like, well, why'd you try to kill yourself? It's not over a what, it's a, a why or whatever it was, but it's a who. It, it's this guy named Carl. And he goes, Carl, what? I don't want to tell you. You might know him. Of course, it's the doctor. It's their doctor. Uh, all right, no last names. His name is Dr. Carl. Uh, no, it's last name. Walbert. No? Is it Walbert? How could they know? A million people in Montreal. Do you think so? You don't know? Yeah, he drove by when I was trying to jump over a bridge yesterday. Is he a doctor? Is he a doctor? Yeah, Dr. Carl. It's Walbert. It's Wilbert. That guy's a schmuck. That guy's an idiot. That's who you love and want to kill yourself for. Wait a minute. He knows him from all the what? people in Montreal? Yes, he was the in the shrink's office getting treatment. Okay. In the beginning, he's going to jump off the bridge, and in the car is the shrink. I guess. And you. holding on in roller skates is Bernadette Peters, uh, Britannia. So. Yeah, then the next thing you know, he's in the doctor's office getting counseling, remember? And he goes, get hair plugs. Right, no, I get it, but it's like, oh. it's dawning on her right now. Like, it dawned on him that that's the same guy. And now she's like, you know, oh, you are basically... No, they're getting going. it together right now. They both are putting it together. But yeah, you're right. Now it's going to be why do you want to not why do you want to kill yourself? I don't enjoy anything. You understand me? I don't enjoy. Doesn't anything. enjoy anything. You trying to kill yourself over not enjoying anything? That's right. <laughs> like what? I don't enjoy anything, any part of life, any facet. And kids? What are you laughing at? Like, do you what? like the Discovery Channel? What? No. Yeah. I hate yeah. Do you like uh, plastic combs? No. No, no, I don't like plastic combs. I don't, I don't like anything. I don't like? It's a tool. 
I don't like anything. Uh, do you like donut? No, uh, that's part of uh, that falls under everything. <laughs> now look, this is funny. She's like, let's go. Okay, just listen. Just listen. She wants to go to the pharmacy. Okay, not this one. One up here. I think the other one's cheaper though. Go to that one. You want to go back to the other one? So he wants to. What are you doing? Go to the write your own prescription. It's interesting. I mean, I want to go to that one. Are you sure you want to go back to that one? I want to go to that one. So now he's got to back up in traffic. I want to go to that one. All right, I'm going all the way back to that one. I'm backing up right in the middle of traffic. She wrote her no, own script for the pharmacy. Now you better make it 20. No, I'm not going to get much. Just give me the 10. No, give me give me 20 because when I get in there, I might need it. No, just give me the 10 because I don't want to have more than I need. It's it. $15. Oh, thanks. Now, you might think that's a lot, but it's just stinky Canadian money. It's Canadian. Now, look, she will run to the other pharmacy. Just to be a pain in the ass? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, she doesn't mean to be a pain in the ass. She's just kooky. Now we will arrive home, and she is... Um, basically expelled from her apartment. That's not what the word is, right? Yeah, the landlord expels you. you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the headmaster of the building. Okay, finding pills. Those are sleeping <clears throat> pills you could kill yourself with. Right. That's what she wrote a prescription for. And he's like, that was my money. If If you die from that, I feel responsible. I paid for that. Also, give me some pills. <laughs> I paid for it. Oh, man. Oh, I was looking for a place to rent, and I saw yeah. this uh, posted on inside a locked building, and I said, oh. <laughs> that, well, I mean, somehow that worked because there will be a guy who comes, and... I, I didn't help. I was walking by, and I saw the sign uh, using my X-ray now he's like, she's saying to the landlord, you know, my lawyer is here, just like roping Gabe Kaplan into something he didn't want to do. There's, I'm a lawyer. So she, she's acting like a sweat hog, is what you're saying. I'm trying to see this man, he's a lawyer. Hello. Hello. Tell me on the way over here about my legal rights and all that. Tell him, please. Uh, Mr. Love, as, as her attorney, I must advise you that she does have certain legal rights in this matter. Right. However, I think he said he's going to go to a judge and get a court order, right? And he, so the landlord finally answers and goes, he better have $550 with him. Yeah, I couldn't really hear with that tuba playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> It's not explained why he it must have been high school or something. I don't know. And he's very good at it. Oh, what? Being a lawyer? No, the tuba. The tuba, right. Yes, the tone of it. And, and he just improvises stuff. It, he's. I played the tuba in high school, you know, when band was a required class and. Uh -huh. It was the biggest, goofiest thing I, I saw. And I, I, I had a fun playing it. Did you really was, play it? Yeah, it was just for like a, a semester. And I was very, you know, respectful And it was a full it. tuba, right? 
I think so. I, I don't know what a half tube would be like. Oh, well, um, our I didn't march around with it. East, uh, <clears throat> our school system in East Orange yeah. uh, was so poor. All we could afford was a one-ba. <laughs> Did you have to play a tub? You guys could afford a tuba? Yeah, a washboard. and Yeah. A, yeah. It was the mouthpiece piece of a tuba, but I blew into like a plumbing tube. You know, and it, <laughs> Yeah, sure. I know. I've, I've seen that, Albert. Okay. They're fighting over the, um, like, don't kill yourself with those pills. Um, let's I beg your pardon, the apartment for rent? It's rented. It's rented. Now he stole the purse with the pills. Give me that. Hey, 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 hey. Here's your purse. Give me that. Actually, that guy had a Canadian newspaper. That's probably why. Uh-huh. He knew about it. Can you imagine watching Dr. Strange Love on YouTube? Um, why? What's wrong with that? I mean, you're just watching it. Yeah. Give me those pills. That's all we get over and over, but it's funny and for you to try to commit suicide not for me. Is that it, Mr. Noro Einstein? Yes, now go away. I want to go home. I wish I had a home to go to. Now that was that was a cheap bid for on. sympathy. That was you're right. That was a cheap bid for sympathy. And that was all I wore. Give me those pills. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, that was a cheap ass thing. She says, "All right, you're right." Now she bites the hand again. The bottle cracks open, right? Uh -huh. So they both as, pop as it. Does. Now he's sw she's swallowing, and it's kind of like too late. So he's like. Fine. You know what? We'll make... Okay. It'll be a double suicide. Now, I think he only took like two or something. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think he was supposed to take a lot more? Maybe he didn't really want to kill himself. Well, according to the logic of this scene in this movie, he does. He really does think... Isn't he in love with her yet? No, no, he is not. And I don't know the answer. It seemed like a first date. Well, I don't the think they're. He certainly will be in love with her, but I don't think it's yet. Oh. All eyes are supposed to flash in front of our eyes. Right. Season one. Wow, <laughs> welcome back. Carter's a hit. Season three. Now, now we're taking over creative control. I quit. I've got a better idea. You want a neck? Do you? Want a neck? So it's like, I never know what to do while I'm waiting for the pills to take effect. And then she suggests that they neck. Right. That's Canadian for making out. That's right. As you know, I grew up in Canada. No, I don't think you're Yes, and I did a lot of necking. If you would have liked you better, other people There was this one ostrich at school, man. Very sexy. Did a lot of necking. In Montreal, we had a giraffe in the zoo. Oh, man, a lot of necking in that giraffe. I never should go up those paths of jokes. They're so stupid. It's not funny. It's just like it's a bad neck of the woods. 
Not. It's not a great neck. <laughs> Long Island. Great neck, Long Island. Shout out. Now she realizes, wait a minute, these are my birth control pills. Oh. So they can move back. The only thing is we're not going to die. But we're not going to get pregnant either. What? What? These are birth control pills? Yeah, I keep them in a regular bottle. I got a great memory. <laughs> They're playing. Sundays. I think you took Sunday. Great. So I'm still alive on Sunday. Uh, I'll have sex. Okay, let's leave. Now he's, she starts to undo a zipper. Why? You know how much these pills cost me? I don't want all that money to go to waste. <laughs> Look at Kaplan. He's like, he's like, okay. Two dollars, two Canadian dollars. I want my two Canadian dollars. <laughs> That's a dollar sixty nine in American money. <laughs> Three extra, extra. Kate okay, Kaplan gets handcuffed in the back seat. Now it's the morning. Now we don't know what happened. We'll later find out they did it. This is the yeah. walker shape to your car. It's the other way around. He's walking in. Now he's just like I'm. Just wanted to say goodbye. You see how the director, whichever one, makes him put the coat on to warm him up? Her up, her up. One step at a time. No, I mean, they're just showing, like, he's affectionate towards her, even though he's not. He is. Yeah. I wish he would stop staring at her. I'm doing steps and stairs. Okay, she didn't notice last night. Now she's going to be, we're just going to get crazy behavior, but it's funny. Should have known when he got his, like, pancakes. But they weren't drunk, like, it wasn't like a, what no. were we thinking? I just came in no. to say goodbye. Okay, you said it, goodbye. Goodbye, you kook. What do you call a kook? Well, you do have a peculiar propensity toward eraticism. Yeah, you could have used a little radicism last night. That's, That's a lot of Okay, Daniel Webster. That's, That's Noah Webster. No one's impressed with your vocabulary in this building. Is anybody impressed with his vocabulary? No! Shut up! Come on, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Please. And what has he got in there, Mike? A key? Yeah. My or maybe one key, I don't know. It probably is the thing to keep. He's already moving in. Yeah, and it's his rat. That rat was like yeah. on top of the birdcage. Now he, she decides that she's on a tear to go see Carl. And he has to come along because she's basically stealing his car. Yeah, that's right. She's in the driver's seat. Well, yeah. look at that. That's... Right. Now, she isn't switching highways. She went right back onto the same one and then destroys the car. I mean, this, this is, is... Look, look. This is what she's done. Yeah, man. That's like me playing Grand Theft Auto. 
After, you know, I'm just tired. I'll drive into a freeway. Luckily, the brother's in the, like, car business. You know what I mean? And the next scene. Oh, no, we're driving into the next scene, which is me getting a new car. <laughs> now, um, you don't recognize this guy. Now, you, this, I thought you recommended this show, the movie Atlantic City to me. You I saw well, it, like, years ago? Yeah, might have. I, I had seen that movie, and I was just really touched by it, you know, and Susan Sarandon, right, and Burt Lancaster mm -hmm. or whatever. No. Whatever. Yes. Yes, 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 you're right. He was older, right. Yeah. Yeah, and this guy was in it. He's the guy who seemed to have an endless supply of money to buy cocaine with. Oh. What did he do uh, on uh, in the movie? Who did he play in the movie? Uh, no, the kidding. guy, they would co go to sell cocaine. They'd knock on the door. He would open... Give them thousands of dollars and take the cocaine. Nice. That's all he did. But what, did, what was his role in the movie? That's it. That was his oh, role in the right. movie. I got you. He was a supply of money for them. It was a plot point. Well, you would know him from Cagney and Lacey. Okay, the secretary's like, the crazy woman's here. You better run. The woman you had an affair with and you, you know. Right, Carl. Dr. So, Carl. Right, so Dr. Carl goes out the side. Oh, who's that girl? I don't like that. What's oh, Carl's up? sneaking out. Bonk. Oh, oh hello, Carl. <laughs> oh, hello, patient. Right. Start calling me Carl. When hell freezes over. Am I detecting a little hostility underneath? There's a lot of hostility on top and underneath. Also a lot of hatred. Why are you so hostile toward me, Leland? Why are we hugging the wall, Dr. Walbert? I Walbert. think it might be a good idea if we started seeing each other and explore some of this hostility. Dr. Walbert. Yes? I think you're right. About? About my hostility. Oh, good. In fact, uh, I'd like to see you again. In fact, I'd like He's to see you right now. him. Uh, no, make an appointment with Trudy in the office. But you're my doctor. I need you right I'm now. I'm very happy that we're going to start seeing each other again, Lee. We're starting to become very what old. What a weird we're talking. We're deal with things very directly. Confronting problems, honestly, truthfully. You're full of shit. Who are you talking to? No one. An idiot. It looked like Walburn. I mean, Carl. It wasn't. It wasn't he lied. I'm not going anywhere. I'm waiting. For him? Why didn't you look at the elevator? I didn't look. Why didn't you look at his office? Why should I look at his office? Why should you look at the elevator? Right. I didn't look. I went like... He went down there, didn't he? Yes. You're trying to... And now she's like, you're trying to protect me. Protect my feelings. Like you care about me. It's really not worth it. You're right. So she's pretending you're right. It's not worth it until he confirms it really it. was him. And then he will chase him. It was him. Got it. Let's hear. <laughs> it's an unfair fight. There's no fight here. Oh, you mean could? The... Well, he's like five eleven. She's pretty tall, I guess. Maybe? No. No. Peters? no. Yeah, no, it's not evenly matched at all. Okay, so he's like, fine, do what you want. 
and then she sort of collapses and then he realizes the pills so he's he back for the pills to stop her from killing herself oh she went straight to the pills oh no hey hey M- uh, mutton jeff down there oh for a split second before they went that happy day switch cut is this a movie or tv show they just stopped doing that cut yeah, it's a movie, and that's pretty bad. Now, I think, I just wish I knew the story of three directors, because obviously this thing was edited professionally, but you know what I mean. Like, there's no smooth flow to the movie. It's the story that has to hold it together. Now you you noticed that uh, this YouTube link has Canadian Tax Shelter listed in the title. Yeah. Yeah. So you think this movie was just written off for uh, tax purposes? I couldn't tell you. I really don't. Um, here, The internet really has nothing to say about this film. Canadian-American comedy drama starring. Uh, director was credited to Stan Ferris, but was actually develop- d- directed by Rex Bloomfield, Mark Warren, and Elba. Oh. Uh, it's just, there were three writers... The one of the writers he did serving up no I don't know released October two in Canada uh, Canada and the U S two Montreal filming location and there's nothing boring it was one of those government produced you know go- Canadian government ones oh because it maybe that's one of the reasons why they kind of emphasize the uh, the city mm-hmm. for a tax for a Canadian tax break you know because it's promoting Canada I know I know no. there's some. They made a little money with video, but it never got to be burned on a DVD. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. And also, like, I really think this is a good film except for the ending. So the thing is, yeah, they should, if we were watching a nice cut where everything was crisp and great and you could see it, you could hear it, it would be uh, better. Because I really like the Montreal it presents. I mean, look look down the street. That's as Mm -hmm. as you can be. If it was in focus. Yeah, Yeah. look how blotchy it is. It's like we're watching a painting a lot, you know, an oil painting. Where are they going? They're going to buy flowers to celebrate. Okay, she will now move in with him platonically just because she has nowhere to go. Uh, So she's in here to pick out... now. We'll see Tulips, which is a coincidence. Yeah. It's not the reason why the film is named Tulips. You see, when he was with um, the killer, um, Henry Gibson, he agreed to kill him if, like, he has to make up his decision. And so he's going to put into the newspaper classifieds the word Tulip or not. If Tulip's in there, he takes the job for $50,000 and is going to kill Gabe Cap. That's where we're at. Is there a deposit for that? Like, if I was uh, already the killer, right? right? I would say you're gonna have to give me at least sixty-six cents of this dollar, right? Uh, in right, case right, you right. you back out and don't want me to choke three people at the AMP. <laughs> Sixty, and that one third of a cent is a bitch. You don't want to overpay, but how can you under? How can you pay exact? I mean. Well, I mean, this we're talking about human life here. I I want more than 50%. I want at least 66 cents. And a third. And a yeah, sixth. And a third. 
Well, you know, I'll round off. Round out. Now, he's got a weird house here because it's like almost like there's hardly any furniture. There is oh, yeah. some furniture. The cool hard... art on the wall. Yeah. Where's his PlayStation? Right. Listen, he doesn't have a ring that? camera. Uh, the grand piano's at the wash. Not bad. You got a good view of uh, outside. Now, he says he doesn't play games. Listen, look how cute she is. Check it out. It's sold in the game section of department stores. Look, I want you to listen to me. And I want you to listen carefully. Okay, now we're getting the thing like, something important's going to happen tomorrow, and I'm not telling you what. It's business venture. It's a business venture, and I need you to get lost for the day. Just disappear, okay? Does he and, need to go to the newspaper office and place the ad? Not Gabe Kaplan, the other way around. Uh, oh, yes, okay. Maurice Avocado has to call and pay, or probably pay by credit card over the phone. I mean, we're not primitives in 1981. Yes. He has to call and pay for in the physical printed newspaper via classified, you know, and that would say tulips. Or he doesn't spend any money, doesn't make any call, it doesn't appear in the classifieds, and he's not taking the job. Oh, I see. So he'll see in the paper tomorrow, Gabe Kaplan will see in the paper tomorrow, the word tulips. Right. And that means he knows that Maurice Avocado has taken the assassination job to kill Carter. To correct. To oh, kill right. Irv, uh, Leland Irving. Gabe Leland Kaplan. Irving, Leland brother Irving. of... Bert Irving Irving. Leland. <laughs> They're not blood brothers. Okay, so he's having a shower for the first time in a bloody long time. Oh, no, it's going to mess up her Bernadette Peters hair. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, she has a trailer. Right. He's going to have, like, long, long blonde hair. Uh, this movie, sh see, I'm a shower, not a grower. <laughs> so it'll squirt her in the face. We're having our normal, boring hilarity. This is a good film, but okay. Now this scene is like weird and sad and melancholy and also, uh, inspiring and, uh, 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 is there a tuba playing in the background? Elevating. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Nothing. Just like the voice. What are you going to sleep in? Life has no meaning. <laughs> okay, right now there isn't a tuba, but yes, you will hear that tuba. And nothing's going to happen. Just like the 40s movies. Made out. Uh. Oh, may I help? Look, he likes to play three-dimensional chess. I've got a college degree, you know. Not a computer. You dance. Dance. He goes. You are a snob. It's not just jumping around on the floor. There's a whole history to it, you know. I don't like dancing, and I hate history. Yeah, here, here. You don't like anything. You're getting to know me. You're getting to know me. Then she, he goes, you like... Now look, 
Look at this acting. They just stare at each other. Yeah. Like it's, he's worried. Did what he say go too far? And now she won't like him at all. So, damn it, this is a good movie. Yeah. You and I have a long, complicated history together. I was kind of hoping for, like, this wacky tone deaf, like, two nuts in the city movies, you know. They yeah, were out there. It is, it is two nuts in the city. And she's like, you like the tuba, you know, because he's saying it doesn't like anything. And he goes, the tuba and I have a long, complicated relationship. Now he's she's gonna play a weird song, a weird song. Is it a Sousa? <laughs> it's a march. Yeah, that's what it is. Now she's gonna play Joni Mitchell. Canadian, right? Yeah. Like a Frank Sinatra it's no good unless he loves you. Oh, good, she's saying. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, happy South of the border. Down America way. That's a really famous Canadian song. Now she's like crying and he's going to like awkwardly console her and she's going to ask if he just hug her, you know, hold me. And it's going to turn into a mushy. Here we go. Are you okay? <laughs> when somebody needs <laughs> me. We're the kids of North America. <laughs> what? God bless North America. For all the in between come what may South Border Way. Who knows where the road will lead us? Only a fool would say. So they have a nice huggy. You let me love. Oh, I thought of another can. Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> oh, how about this? Here here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. Oh, here's another Canadian song. Why you gotta be so rude, eh? Okay, so they will now really forever again? fall in love. Okay. It's, I hope it's not Sunday. She might get pregnant. <laughs> exactly. Well, that would cement the deal. Oh, you think because he ate it, it'll be okay? <laughs> no, I think that the baby would be like an anchor baby. Now he can't kill himself. Now we have a family. But no, that's not going to happen. So he found forever love, and then tomorrow he's going to pick up the newspaper and yes. say tulips. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now he doesn't want to die, but a guy's trying to kill him. You've seen the movie Bullworth, right? Sure. Isn't that the same story? Yes. No, I don't think he didn't want to 
I didn't think he wanted to just, yeah, he, I, yeah, he did want to stop the, well, I don't remember. I, I love that film. I remember so much about it, but I don't remember that little part. Uh, it's not little, is it? I think probably he did want to say the deal's off. The the weekend project's off. Yeah. Because he's a politician who decides to put a contract on himself. Yeah. And then he speaks to the people directly using something called rap music. And uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Different movie. Oh, shirtless Gabe Kaplan. Kelly Lynn, what's your record for one session? You know, pops and pops. I mean, the most times I did it in one night. Once. You're kidding. No, once. And I tied that record three times over a 17-year period. That's pretty funny. Three times in 17 years? Holy mackerel. You just doubled your sexual history overnight. That's incredible. So he did it three times in 17 years. Well, but also last night. Do you enjoy me? Are you fishing? Yes. Yes. I feel tremendous. So now they're in forever love. And it's just a little bit too mushy for me, but still it doesn't wreck the film or anything this film is really good until the way end and i keep saying that you keep saying that but we this is a 90 minute movie we're we're in the second act enjoying it it's getting okay. ready for the finale right and that's when it's shit it's just the bed well it's it's even the finale um everything everything in act three is very good and very strong it's just the exact finale itself they uh don't give you really what you could this movie could have potentially they kind of cheap out it's one of those ones where you don't actually see the incident itself right but then they did that on purpose for a payoff that's really not so great it would have been better if we had seen it all huh so this is his place with the tuba, right? She got kicked out. It wasn't like he brought the tuba to her place. And well, got she doesn't have a place. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, and they bring the pancakes back, right? That's when you know you did good. You get now, breakfast in bed afterwards. <laughs> yes, well, even in, especially in that time, in that culture. Now, what does she have, Michael? What does she have? New Times? Hands? No, it's the Canadian Times, eh? Oh, it's the, uh, oh, she's looking for a job. Well, as we know, the classifieds will have the answer he needs. So he's going to be like, where'd you get the paper? I don't get the paper delivered. And he goes, well, your neighbors do, indicating she stole it. Yeah, you know, that that was terrifying. I, my neighbor would always steal my newspaper. And when the newspaper folded, I found out my neighbor's like, Bad news. <laughs> I tried to steal your paper, but uh, they folded. I don't get the paper. I mean, your neighbor did. People next door do. No, she doesn't know what tulips fast. is. I don't want you to say anything until I finish. Is it going to just say tulips? It'll be a picture of tulips? Is it going to say it's wanted it's tulips? It's a classified ad. It'll be text. Are you going to look up your husband? 
Please be quiet. What are they going to say? Column one. Project yeah. manager. Nope. Can't, Can't do look. it. This is man. This is not a man who needs hair plugs. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's Carl gives bad advice. <laughs> uh, let me just tell you. There's other p. Okay. I already said Bernadette Peters was in. Um, heart bleeps. Heart bleeps. This same year, she was also in the jerk. Uh, and, you know, that one. She had a big hit on The Muppet Show once. She was on Carol Burnett once. She, I don't know. She just had years and years of... She's still around. Born in 48. She's won Grammy Awards for being on... And she's been on Broadway all the time. Yay, her. <laughs> Classifieds. She's going to look. And then she's going to be like, I can't also. Well, she knows. He, he explained this all. Yeah, I guess he, I guess at this point. Yeah. We just met yesterday. Hong Kong. Why don't we get out of here? Why don't we go out like two regular people? So they're just gonna go out on the town in the daytime, but it's like all depressing at his place and um Ooh. Oh, this is the John Wick Church. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what the mob keeps the Russian money in the basement. <laughs> um, Have you seen four yet, Carl? I uh, no, I haven't. I I saw. I've seen John Wick like point five because I quit. <laughs> you saw the first half of John Wick one. I don't he know. He barely finished the chapter. Man, Maybe we should just pay them for the rights and do it for the show. Yeah, that'd be fun. And it would be definitely a switcheroo, man. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. tell me. <clears throat> Look at this nice, beautiful church. Perfect view for an assassin to shoot you. <laughs> well, no, that, by the way, I didn't tell you, that starts at noon. At, it would, you know, right now, he's still in the clear. It would be at noon. But they didn't, they're not really sure if there were tulips in the newspaper, right? They, they didn't have the heart to look at it. That's right. They have not looked. <clears throat> they're just living life and looking at that drab, drab Montreal city skyline. <laughs> yeah. Well, this print is terrible. Look at that blue sky. It might be beautiful. It, it might, might be, be beautiful. Crisp yeah. cement looking. Okay. Oh. oh, film noir. Oh, happy November. So they will go to uh, 1940s, which she's a fan of, uh, revival thing. And, they, of course, the relevant scene we'll see in the theater, it involves, um, you know, struggling love. It involves uh, murder and suicide. It's, of course, yeah. perfectly picked for the script. Yeah, what do you think about that when movies do that? It's good. It's good. I mean... If if you didn't do that, then why ha it's 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 not everything in the film has to be about the plot of the. Well, do you think this is definitely this is definitely an old film, right? Added to this film, it's not like original 
It isn't like the the old movie in Home Alone where they they recreated a film. Oh no, you're right. This is a real film. Yeah, I like it. Like if you kill yourself, or it'll make it better. <laughs> but what they decide here is we've got to kill him. If it's not tulips. They gotta kill Carl. If no, not Carl, the assassin who he oh. hired, Maurice Avocado. Okay. So it's like we should get Carl, married. You don't have to get married. I'm moving with you. Yep. I will travel. It's sort of like, like today could be the end of it all, or not, or. The beginning, of, the it beginning all. of it all. So, 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 let's get married because then I'll. If you die, you'll will be husband and wife, and if you live, we're husband and wife. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, they pull I it. Off. I can see the point of this movie. That fear of knowing you're gonna die, and uh, or it may or may not. And I get it. They should also uh, get some Powerball tickets while they're at it. A little lotto, a little kino, maybe. <laughs> the hell, let it ride. Now, listen, I wish this Henry Gibson was more, I mean, Funny. I really think, oh, look, he was in The Nutty Professor, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Charlotte's Web as the voice, Fried, Kentucky Fried Movie, The Blues Brothers. Oh, the Brothers. Charlotte's Web. What is that? The, what he brother? was the voice of Wilbur, the pig. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great movie. He was in Wedding Crashers and The Burbs and Inner Space. I really think he should have been a Batman villain. He would have been really good in it, too. Yeah, he's got the perfect face for it and the attitude, you know. You know, have you seen Magnolia? Was that him or someone else from Laugh-In who played the, the bartender? It, like, picks up fight was, William Macy? I think it or must like have been somebody fly. else. Oh, wait, 1999, Magnolia. He yeah, played all right. Kristen Howell. Yeah, yeah, he was memorable in that movie. Was he, and then was he most recently in, like, a, was it Licorice Pizza? No, he was in The Wedding Crashers. Yes, no, but more recent. 2007 is the most recent credit okay. I have in front of me. Fair enough, fair enough. He died in 2009. Okay, so no, he was Licorice Pizza, Carl. He wasn't in last year's Licorice Pizza. Okay. <laughs> Last year's, I guess, no. It was in uh, the Mother Night. I think that was a Vonnegut film. I've seen that too. Yeah, it's interesting because it was directed by Keith uh, Gordon, who was uh, an actor for a while. He was in a mm -hmm. bunch of De Palma films. He was in Back to School. He was Rodney's son. Oh. And in that movie, actually, Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> himself. Remember, he goes, Fuck me, fuck you. Yeah, fuck yeah. And another thing, Vonnegut, I'm stopping payment on that check. Fuck me, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vonnegut wrote an essay about Vonnegut, and he failed. <laughs> and Vonnegut wrote it. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Okay, so they're happy. They're married. The thing is, uh, they're going to... a. You know, they said, like, you guys should go to Niagara Falls for a honeymoon. But what they've got to do is kill this uh, assassin, Henry Gibson. Oh, the brother showed up to the wedding? 
Well, he was certainly invited, right? He's the only other person in Montreal. Right. They couldn't invite Carl. That would be awkward. That would be so awkward. And I don't think he would come. We roughly will not be able to make the wedding again. <laughs> he goes, now we have what's supposed to be funny and it's not. Here's a tip. Why you look at me funny? Oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. All right. Here's two Canadian dollars. <laughs> oh, are they in the back of the bus, like in The Graduate? No. I don't think so. I think it's talk a... about a lesson drive anymore. No, I think it's one of those carriages. Oh, yeah, right. I hear the clinkety clop. Don't you care? Sure, I care, but there's nothing I can do about it. Well, we can kill him. There's no way out. I doubt it. That's the check. I mean, what about running away? Hiding, plastic surgery, paying him more money not to kill you. I don't think anything will work. He's the best in the business. You know what we have to do. What? What do we have to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. And what will the threat to lovers in history done? Hemlock. Uh, I don't believe we carry that. You check on her H on her uh, uh, nutrition. I, I went to the the vitamin section and I looked on her H. I could not find hemlock. <laughs> you know, it's so funny how that's like a Socrates joke. Like, not so many people would get it. You know what I mean? Wasn't there a political cartoonist named Hemlock or Hamlock or something? He would sign his name. That's not that I remember. I, but what do I know? You have to get back to me on that. She's writing her own prescription in Carl's. Uh, the, oh, your therapist wants you to have a prescription of hemlock right away. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I, I think I made a mistake, Mike. I think right now in the plot, it's I think I was one step ahead. Sure. Right now, they're going to do a lover's thing. They're going to kill the, it, themselves together. I think that's what's going on. Oh. I'm sorry. I think the next thing will be we got to kill him, and then they'll go to a gun shop. Oh, I see. But right now, they're Romeo and Juliet. I think so. I'm so sorry. Now, I saw this three times to prep yep. for our show. Yep. Now, she's checking out the classifieds behind his back. You remember that song, Let's Hear It For The Boy, Let's Hear It For wait. My Baby? Yes, but wait. Let's find out. Even in a bad print, you can clearly see the word or not the word. And there he is across the street at McDonald's. Tulips! Thank you, St. Jude. Thank you, St. Jude, for shooting. There now, what, I wish he, she looked across the street and saw him. Do you think she did? I can't tell. That seems like Eugene Levy in our bad print. Right. So remember, let's hear it for the boy. Let's yes, hear it yes, for my right. baby. Uh, he's a one man Romeo. And I was let's... like, Romeo is one man. <laughs> he's a one man Romeo. You're right. That's such a stupid line. He's a one man <laughs> Romeo. Remember that band Romeo? Oh, this guy's like one man Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Let's oh, no, give no. the boy a hand. Doom, doom, doom. Oh, we're here to Let's hear it. So he goes to her. You have to buy the gun. 
He goes, I can't, you know, you buy the gun because, well, I had that little accident when I tried to kill myself. He's not allowed. He's on a list. Oh, right. He had a gun. It's pretty easy. Couldn't they have this conversation outside the gun shop? I'll take one. Right? Oh, I can't get a gun. I shot off and then went arrested. Yeah, the pistol. Weren't you going to uh, buy a rifle? Oh, it's pretty. A little school work on it. Uh, didn't you want to buy a rifle? No, I like that. I'm going to get that. <laughs> I it was you don't hear the wind whipping outside? Deer hunting. No. I don't think it'd do too much Good. deer hunting right. with that. <laughs> but my uncle put that in his pocketbook. And then the deer wouldn't know that he had it. <laughs> <laughs> if the deer were more than 20 feet away, he couldn't shoot it. <laughs> I just work I here. Very resourceful. This is well, funny. She wins whatever she wants. <laughs> you know women. Can't live with them. Yeah. Look at that. Great. Okay, I need to see no ID. And Triff. Right. Oh, sorry. I need to see no ID, no waiting period, no background yeah. check. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Canadian law requires no background check. Now, um, what will happen now is he will go into the back room uh, with the gun dealer, and he will come out with a rifle and a box. And he'll what's in the box? He'll say bullets. So go, that's a lot of bullets. But what's really in the box is an explosive device. He's going to wire... Henry Gibson's car to explode. Ooh, avocado smash. Now, she gets her finger stuck in the cannon, and the really begs for a big payoff, and there right. won't be one. It'll just yeah. come out. You figure it would be cannon. Mm -hmm. Part of the story. It would be a it would be in the let the Canadian cannon. It would be in the Canadian. Yeah, like what what Canadian war was that cannon used in, by the way? Oh, that was the war of. <laughs> don't have a joke. I don't, I don't have know. a joke. You don't know Canadian history. Um, that was the Crimean War, the Canadian War. I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll get back. We'll work on it. Okay. Now she knows it says two lips, and he, I think, doesn't know. She and then wants to one out. Yeah. And then he won't. He says, I have to find out first. And then she'll like unreasonably start being insecure. <laughs> so, did you have a girlfriend before me? Is she prettier than me? Do you wish she was here? Butt touch. But, yeah. They're wearing matching clothing. At least in this print. Yeah, brown. I can't, I have to look. I'm looking too. I don't see any Battle of the Bulge right there. <laughs> he must be distracted. I can't. He has to see if it says to I can't, I can't do anything until I look at that paper. Now, and then she's, all right. Is her freak out? An excuse to stop him from looking in the paper? I don't think so, because he le she leaves. It's not. No. You know what it is. What's the reason? It's what I was afraid was going to happen. 
Now that we're married, you're just not interested in me anymore, are you? <laughs> it's one day. What do you mean, come on? One day. Last night, you can do it three times in a row before we're married, huh? You're not serious, are you? Oh, cue the tuba. Cuba finds it funny. She can't be serious, so is she trying to get him not to look at the paper? You are serious. I don't know what's happening. I can't deal with this at this moment. I'm, I'm just looking in the paper. <laughs> I want a divorce! If it's tulips, we'll need a divorce. It's tulips. It's tulips. Tulips! She knew it too. kind of weak in the film that he just then finds out at this later time. It should have been some sort of reveal. Lawyer. Yeah. Lawyer. Yes. What are you next? Look at the paper. What kind of apartment is this? Now, what she's off to do is somehow find this Henry on his her own and stop him. Uh, it's 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 a weird twist. I don't know why it needs to be. Why they're not just going together. Why she had like, a, I'm going to divorce you freak out. Look at this horrible print, man. Yeah, it's a shame because it would be kind of fun. This, especially because it's like 30 years, 40 years ago. Yes. It would be kind of cool to see what the city looked like. Right. The cars, the advertisements, the prices. It would be fun yeah. to be back there. Now he's making the bomb to blow up Waxman's car. What's his name? Because he's a genius and that's why he knows how to build this bomb. I guess so. Maurice Avocado's car. But at the same time, Bernadette Peters is going to try to talk Maurice Avocado out of it. And they will both end up in that car. Oh, cool. I mean, what? What? Now, well, how in the world does Bernadette Peters know where in the world Henry Gibson is? How does she know? You mentioned that before. Let's add that to the list. Like, how does well, he know where he even parks? Small, yeah, it's just this small universe. It's like, I want to see this hitman who's on the news. Okay, so I'll just go to his parking garage and wait for him to park. It's like, what? Oh, uh, there you go. What a gentleman. He is in this scene. He's totally a gentleman. Special, and you're going to destroy it. I'm begging you not to. You're very sweet. Making the bomb. The car that go boom. We build the cars. We're Tigra and Honey, and we like the boom. <laughs> you remember that song? No. We like the cars, the cars that go boom. All right. Let me check it out. We like the cars. The cars that go boom. We're Tigra and Honey, and we like the boom. Actually, I don't think that's her names. God, I've, now I'm embarrassed. But I could just write car and then skip it. We like the cars, the car to go boom. D12 did a cover of it, so you might get their version, but you want the, uh, the original. We have nothing to discuss. You're not my client. Please don't kill me. When I'm given responsibility, I take it. Is it the money? When I make a promise, I keep it. If we had okay, a good print, we would probably be seeing some great acting right now. Yep. The trim is the band. Cars with the boom. Just leave. The trim. 
Yeah, that's an L and an apostrophe, capital T, R, I, M, M. You know the trim. Okay, so the answer's no. He's not going to lay off, okay? So she's going to go after him with a gun. It kind of doesn't make sense how he gets in the car. Now, Gabe Kaplan has put it in his car and is ready to blow it up. This guy is a boy genius. Uh-oh. You have to kill me to keep me out of this car. He's activated the bomb. Get in. Oh, what, by playing, starring this movie? Britannia! <laughs> Britannia! This movie was a bomb, but it shouldn't have been. It was good. Start the car. We're going to take a little drive. <laughs> so everything's great, right? We're all yeah. set up for a big finish. But what's going to happen is with one of those things where we don't see the event... And it's Just also good. that quick cutaway thing like you were talking that, about before. Yeah, the happy days at it. She's in peril, he's in peril, and the car might go boom, and they're both in peril. Any second, we're both going to be blown down. Now, he knows there's a bomb in the car. I don't know why. He knows. Yes. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Well, look, he, you don't see it. That freeze frame thing. Yeah. Now, clearly, according to this movie, Bernadette Peters was in the car and died. Right? She was in the passenger seat holding a gun to the driver. Right. So, but what really happened is she got out in time. It, it, it doesn't make sense, but we don't know that. So he decides... Okay, if she's dead, I'm going to Romeo and Juliet this motherfucker, and I'll be dead too. So he starts taking the sleeping pills he took from her. Oh. I mean, you see we ha how we've been robbed of such a potential, of so much that could have happened with her getting out of the car and him stopping it, and I don't know what, but... You know, you're absolutely right. Like, if we knew she was alive... Well, there would be tension because he just took pills thinking she was dead. And right. the, the story would pivot. And this is her story as well. It's not just right. from him. If um, we knew it, then yeah. him taking those pills means, oh, no, this is tragic. He's going to die. Right. But right now he's just dying because there's no hope. Right. Do you love me? I think you're nice looking, Phil. If it's not. Now she's he's like flashing before his eyes. I don't like you better. You know what I mean? And then she just shows up. She just comes up. She seems really casual. Yeah, she's very casual. Leland, 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 we didn't lie in the snow, Leland. Now you would think we would have the peril of my lover's in a life threatening situation he's going to die and i've got to save him get him to the hospital whatever it is but no she'll be like oh you didn't take enough i've taken more than these you're just going to be <laughs> all asleep it is a little weird look henry lived I no. wait henry lived too his car blew up i know and the print is so bad it's not clear that it's henry but it is 
I'm dying. No, you're I'm not. not. No. Oh, no. Lily, I'm taking many more pills than this. Uh, you're not going to die. Come on. I'll take how many pills did he see watch him take? I, I didn't. Okay. Not the bad. I, she showed up after the fact. Yeah, he's taking them. Maybe she counted the pills and knew how many were in there. Taking our dad's home. Oh, 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 All right, dad. Like drunk dad. Drug dead. Come on, Dad. We're almost there. I'll drive. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll drive. Now look at this. Beautiful. She's so loud. I could hear her from around the yeah. corner. Look how cheap. Look how cheap. That's it. Movie's done. Oh, that. Yeah, I agree, Carl. Like it should have had a better payoff. It was, it was, didn't really deliver. So uh, what'd you think of this movie, Carl? I thought this was a very good movie, probably. I just really couldn't see it, you know? But probably this was, because I'm talking about the acting. You really need facial expression and body language. And with this print, we just can't, they're like a mushy oil painting. Sure, It was probably a great film with a cheap, tacked-on ending. That's, that's what I think. It does seem like an independent film that just so happened to have like two pretty cool uh, stars in it. Like, well, this is totally funded by Canadian government. I should say totally. I don't know. It was funded by a Canadian government, so there's got to be some. This was big leagues. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's all right. I, I mean, I like Bernadette Peters. And I thought she was really good yeah. in this, and I like Gabe Kaplan, and I thought he was really good yeah. in this. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Henry Gibson and everyone, all the Canadians in this movie. So, I don't know. But ultimately, I, I just think they could be good in anything. And this movie proves it. Uh, the, <laughs> the movie itself is good. Well, he, Gabe Kaplan was one of the three writers. Gabe Kaplan, Al Waxman, who is the brother there. The brother. Henry Olick, who just wrote Crime in 84. This one, Serving Up Richard in 2011. I really don't know him. <laughs> but... um Let's check out. We like sure. the cars, the cars that go boom. Tigra and Honey, and I think that's her name. Oh, it's it's the Trim, it's the band. Le Trim. We like the cars, the cars that go boom. Yeah. Oh, we should look for that. <laughs> Le Trim. Ah, uh, video. Ad. Mm. Uh, Sponsored. Eight seconds, seven seconds. We would like to thank 70s Products. Thank you, KM Radio. There you go. Produced with the participating Canadian Film Development Corporation, 1981. What? Bunny. Bunny. Not honey. Bunny. I knew I had the names wrong. Okay, well, thanks. That's just enough for us now to have this air on YouTube. That has been uh, LWAFLMOYT. Carl, we watched Tulips. Yes. Peters and Gabe Kaplan. What an interesting film. That was cool. Did not know. Uh, We are one. 
that check that off our uh, list of Gabe Kaplan movies we watched. We'll one. be back next one. one. So far, one. We'll be back next week. Ooh, look at this. I'm at the library. <laughs> uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on our podcast uh, feed. Every Wait. Sunday it drops. Yes. You, this is one Gabe Kaplan film. What is, does that imply another is coming? Yes. Next week, we're going to be watching <laughs> another Gabe Kaplan movie. So hold your breath. Make it through seven days and then exhale. Next Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time will be the first uh, time you'll hear us do another Gabe Kaplan movie. And you can hear that on mutinyradio.fm. Or just go to your podcast app and type in uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We are on Apple, of course, and uh, but nothing else. And then we're on YouTube on the video. So we'll check you out. Check us out. So have a great week. We'll see you next time. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Watch a full length movie on Youwith Mike Be Goldman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange and weird comedy. By Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French poodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the uh, uh, duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Hey, what is up, everybody? Emily here, host of the Badgers and Jam podcast, comedian and marketing lady of sorts. I am here this week with episode three of season one, Badgers and Jam. We are a part of the Boat Rock podcast network, and currently we're partnered up with the Trust Me, My Friends and Expert podcast, which also airs mutinyradio.fm Mondays at 4 p.m., we're on Wednesdays at 6 p.m., but you can also listen to this episode and all of our others in their polished, chopped-down formats with all the intro music, all the fun little pretty things, anywhere you listen to podcasts, anytime you'd like. So without further ado, this week our featured guest was Jamar Randy, all the way from Los Angeles. Jamar has done a ton of really interesting work. He's he's done design. He's, he's been in some very interesting Yes, film productions would be the yeah, film productions would be the right word. He's been on some really cool projects. He's met some amazing people and he has some really great insight into what it takes to pursue comedy or uh pretty much anything you're passionate about in the creative realm. So it's a really fun episode. We talk about some serious things, but we also get started with a lot of nonsense as per the usual. I've also got Mark Neuer and Raphael Wolfgang in the studio. Raphael breaks down the story of the one and only time he ever went to jail, which I know some of you are probably pretty curious about. 
So tune in for that, and we will talk to Damar about having worms. If you want that explained, you better listen to this full episode, working with Steve-O, and, and so much more. And as usual, Mark is there just to sprinkle in a little bit of sauciness uh, while we have a good time. So that's not all Mark does, but we, <laughs> Mark is mostly there keeping John in check because we also had a live audience this week and John was in the front of the room heckling us the whole time. So if you're curious who the heck John is, I think I mentioned this, but John, he comes out to many of the mutiny shows and is a local in the neighborhood. Mutiny radio is a tiny radio station out of the mission district in San Francisco. And John always shows up when there's something in the neighborhood and he popped in this day and decided to stay for the whole episode and, uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting time. Let's say that. Tomorrow also had his dog in the studio. We were chilling. We were partying. We were having fun. Lots of laughs. But stay tuned because we do talk about some great, insightful comedy information. And I cannot wait to keep doing deep dives into these types of topics with guests in the future weeks. Leave us a comment. Leave me a reply if there's something you'd like to know. And on that note, enjoy this episode. Sound check. Got Mic it. check. One, two. There we go. There I am. We are working there I am. on the radio, just like we do at the open mics. <laughs> Mark Neuer just sat down, so we have to figure out the microphone situation again. This is an old radio station, y'all, so I'm not a god. God, I mentioned being 31 motherfucking time. <laughs> All right. Mark's going to. It's okay. Thank you for having me. God bless, dude. What is it? What is it? The Badgers and Jam episode? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Demar Randy live in the building. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, doing this. Six. Six, six, six. <laughs> okay. So I started before having this. Don't you laugh at me, John. <laughs> John is here in the audience and Joan. Joan's hanging out with us. Oh, John bought Joan's book. If you uh, don't listen to the show before this, Joan has a book. <laughs> called peace drums it has nothing to do with sex but if you want to he's trying to get a piece of them drums you know read I mean, it baby? and give it or give it to someone so you can get some sex to order it support joan <laughs> I, so, I would click the thumbnail for sure though yeah <laughs> i think we should clip this up and give it to joan so she can yeah. use it as a recurring commercial on mutiny yeah. radio um you just drop your crack oh that? the dog laid down next to oh, me what, what is his name <laughs> her name kind of, jj your, jj <laughs> Yeah, that is my world. <laughs> someone, someone wants to drop a crack bite. <laughs> From Stockton, baby. <laughs> All right. So I fucked up my intro a little bit, but I'm going to get back to it, it later. Let's introduce you guys. So let's start with you, Damar. We have Damar Randy in the house. Tell us, give us something about yourself. Give us a little introduction. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm Damar Randy from uh, Compton, California. I'm a comedian. Do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you once rolled a joint for Clinton. I'm never going to let that go now. That's dank. At the comedy store. Did he smoke it then and there? Yeah, right there. home. No, he smoked it right there. Yeah, people take home edibles all to... <laughs> that was the fact that I got to introduce him at Mission when I was hosting for you. Yeah. Yeah, you did great. You did great. Oh, thank you, man. You and Anya and Malik, bro, you both... Uh, you first people to uh, headline that show. Yeah. Like a proper headline, like... You know, Proper time, yeah, on stage, and uh, you guys both handled it. Most people are scared to even do like ten minutes or five minutes there because really? it's a weed because the weed room. You know, what I mean, okay. weed rooms are notorious a little bit more hard, more yeah. difficult. 
And you guys just like fucking like with nothing, dude. <laughs> blah, blah, you know the weed weed room is fun. You gotta you gotta know what the you gotta know what the speed is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a while to figure out. It takes yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Raphael's yeah. naturally really slow mentally, so it, right. it, it works. Perfect. It works really good yeah. in those rooms with his comedy or yeah. whatever. He yeah, does. speaking it's of, like I'm always high on weed. Speaking of Raphael, they're roasting each other tomorrow. If you didn't know, that's they're going to be saying spicy things the whole time. Come through. It's going to be a fun okay. roast battle. This guy about. doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah spice, definitely. please. <laughs> this guy spicy? No, darling. Well, yeah, yeah. No, we learned a lot about that. In a pre-roast here, this dude when Rafi got the California Philly with tomato and lettuce on it, dude. <laughs> this dude doesn't know about spice, bro. They're like, does he, do they have mayonnaise? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a good battle. It's gonna be. A It'll good be his first good one. He's done seven so far. It'll be his first good one. Though. Oh, first to see him. See tomorrow. Mark's been bullying me all week. He's been Dude. trying to get in my head. <laughs> he, you know what? You, cyber bully him you, so bad every day that I wake up. I yeah, yeah he messages cyber. me. Mark he, doesn't, doesn't strike me as a writer. <laughs> that's why. I'm, that's why his bullying isn't working on me at all. That's why I'm so confident about tomorrow. I think Mark's a little bit of a mystery to all of us. Yeah. Just how you put anything together. <laughs> it's just because I'm better than you. Not in a mean <laughs> way. Just in like a. Just like how you put like jokes, that's not how I meant it, but that sounded fucked up. That's not. I've been roasting John out front for the last hour, so. You can. Yeah, I thought you didn't even yell anything back that time. He's over me today. He's over me. Um. Yeah. So, would you want to? Do you want to? You guys can introduce yourselves too, even though a lot of the people no, might know you. That's a good intro. That's good. Yeah. Positive. It was Raphael Wolfgang. No one cares about me at all. Yeah, I've been doing comedy for a little over a year. I'm Emily's boyfriend. And that's yeah, part of your introduction. That's part of it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely part of it. Should put that put that in the job apps. Yeah. 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 What about you, Mark? <laughs> I also care that he's here, which he was. Okay. <laughs> so much I care. I'm actually. Oh, nice. This is this is really wholesome. I don't. Why? Yeah. Why? When you say that something is loose, I get real sus about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> When Mark says there's a loose dog, you better put your dog away. <laughs> the reason a rape, rape whistle wasn't out of your mind. I've never had to use my whistle on him. Not yet. <laughs> He's on the long con, dude. I threatened to use my taser on John earlier, but he told me that he knew how to handle it. He's waving. John's waving, everybody. <laughs> yeah. JJ's dope. Yeah, it's a fucking cool-ass dog. You got a, you got a, you got a cool animal. Yeah. I feel like you could start doing comedy shows just with the dog on your shoulder like this. Haley does stuff with the dog. Well, I mean, she's not a part of it, but you know I mean? she's with the shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You're already the shit. Absolutely. <laughs> I used to bring my dog on stage for like a few times. At the Crazy Horse, there was a open mic show thing. It was like a private room where it had like a private You know what I mean? Like a bachelor, bachelor room. You know what I mean? It had a stage. It was going over up there doing comedy. Dog on a leash, like on the stripper stage. That was like, I was like, she's got to stay off the because what was she gonna pee at Cobbs? You know what I mean? That's what happened. Christina Payne's dog, I think, peed on the stage at Cobbs. Yeah, yeah, you can't be doing. Wait, the girl peed or the dog? (laughs) I would, dude. I'm just saying, like, if the girls are allowed to pee up there, (laughs) chicks aren't funny, but they can definitely piss. I'll tell you that. 
I'm not going to repeat what John's saying in the other room, so you can use your imagination. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, uh, what's this guy's name? But who's great at hosting? Oh, Wonder Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his name. Wonder yeah. Dave. Yeah. He Skinny, always ho- he always hosts. Skinny him. White. Yeah. Did you do the worms? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I like him. Second best host in the Bay Area. Yeah, he goes, host. yeah. Sparks. <laughs> yeah. Sparks is unreal. Sparks goes, who, who better, who? And then he goes, oh. Yeah. Second best host in the Bay. From my opinion, I've seen everybody hosting. Sparks is unreal. Wonder, wonder, have wonder. What? You got questions. I mean, we have. Badges. We have, like, we're good. It's very chill. We're very chill here. Chill. But I do have questions. I do have questions. I creeped Jamara's Instagram after should say I recently at a show yes. that I was hosting for Mark at Mission Cannabis Club. Yeah. Thank you, Mark, for having me there. That was dope. I really enjoy being at that show. <laughs> it's a really great show. It's fun. And that was a really good one. Like the room was packed and I really enjoyed getting to say that you have worms. And I'm not gonna explain that, but people have to see your comedy and find out for themselves. <laughs> I really what like that joke. Do? It's fun to listen to. It has unexpected turns. Like you kind of think, like, oh, that's probably the, where he's going with it, and then you like go back on this whole other thing about, <laughs> about where, like. I mean, like, what do you, where, where would you, where would you think it would go? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, look, all right. And my idea of that bit is grabbing like going through a rabbit hole, two rabbit holes. You know what I'm saying? And all the the process of that, and then taking it rabbit hole into real life. I just love. First of all, I love the way you said it, it was like. The way you describe it is like, that makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, sure, all right. Yeah. It makes fucking sense. Three worms, I just need three worms. Oh, when you're breaking down the, the unit of worm, you're like, I'm going to start selling worms. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's that's definitely not, that's a turn that I wasn't expecting. Right? And it's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got him by the gram. <laughs> and the fork, the fork is good. How long have you been doing comedy for? Embarrassingly long. Embarrassing Probably long enough long. to have like have like a son asking him to borrow my car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I did a lot of spoken word and poetry. I think we talked about that when we were all out that night, but I, I'm new to pretty new to comedy. It's been about a year. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's been a good it's been a good year, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mine is asking for the car. That's also why I say on here a couple of episodes where I was by myself and I was like, I am in no way trying to act like I know the answers on what to do in comedy. But the whole point is to have discussions with people who have right. had experiences, right? And then like figure out how that helps other people. Like you do a ton of other shit that I didn't even know about. Like what? You have, I, I Googled you today. <laughs> yeah, you go to jail a lot. <laughs> he has another joke about that. No, I'm just... I have a lighter. I haven't been to jail in a minute though. I didn't yeah. find anything yeah, like that. When's the last time you've been to jail? I have a good jail story. Yeah. Went to jail right after NC2A champion. Right after winning. Like went to jail at USC, which is downtown LA. So it was a rough jail. It looks like a prison. I went to jail for assaulting a security guard for trying to jump into the pool and celebrate. Oh. But how long were you in jail for? Uh, just one night. Or less than a night. Like, got bailed out in the middle of the night, like 4 a.m. Like that. Got a couple hours. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Felony battery. Felony battery. What? Was it a police officer or a police? You no, so somebody. No, so what happened was I was trying to 
me and a big group of people, we were right about to win the championship, right? Division one championships. Were you playing or you a fan? No, so I'm on the team, but I was shitty in college. So I was like about half the team doesn't isn't like like on the bench or anything or in the stands watching, right? About half the team. So the end of the game, like we're up by a couple points, the game's about to end to end in a few seconds. So we all go down. And then one of the security guards down there is like, you guys can't be down here, da-da-da-da-da. And he's like trying to put metal gates in front of it. And the time just, the time ends, right? We win. And everyone starts just going and running past him. And he can't stop all of us. But he did try to stop me, right? <laughs> he did try to stop me. So he fully like grabbed me and like tried to take me down. I was like, I was just trying to get in the pool, right? Yeah, like I didn't yeah. give a fuck about this guy. I ended up just like in a wrestling match with this guy. Like straight up, like, okay. like, like our arms were around each other. At one point I was like in a headlock for a second. And I pushed him down. He fell down, and then I punched him in the back a couple times. But so that's so that was that's where I fucked up. That's where I fucked up. That was where I fucked up. Is I is I threw him off me and then punched him. So he so he fell down and then got punched. And then I went to jump into the pool and celebrate. You know, I was doing my thing. And in the back, I'm having a great time, right? I'm celebrating. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I think I fucked up pretty bad there. Yeah. Yeah, and then literally right as I got out of the pool, like the team is like lining up for pictures. They're getting like a trophy and everything. getting put in handcuffs like oh, sure. on the pool deck, USC, and I taken to the police station. And it turns out, so I was at the police station, and they said, like, okay, this is a misdemeanor. We're going to interrogate you, and then we're going to let you go. That's what they told me. And so I was sitting. I was I've sitting. Never... I, was, I was sitting at the police station. Don't you watch the lawyer videos? No, they me? didn't. They didn't interrogate me. I was sitting at the police station. Bruce and... Rivers, he's the criminal lawyer. I'm done yeah, now. yeah. I was, I was sitting at the police station, and then cop goes, by the way, no shirt, no shoes, soaking wet. <laughs> I just got out of the pool. Like, all this shit. I was sitting at the police station, and the guy comes. He's like, okay, so that guy, he was assaulted. He was not a security guard. He was the associate director of athletics at USC. That's worse. Yeah. So it turns out, you know how, like, if you assault a police officer, that's a worse crime. Yeah, yeah. There's another law like that for teachers. He was technically a teacher. I was getting charged with felony battery, and they sent me to fucking jail in downtown L.A. Still soaking wet. <laughs> Still no shirt. Wait, wait. You were in L.A., downtown L.A., what, for the Twin Towers? I don't know the nickname for the jail. <laughs> I have no What's idea. What's the name of the jail? I don't remember. It was a big fucking was like a prison. The Did big you go building. upstairs? Uh, yeah, I went to like a big like eight-person holding cell that looked like a prison block type of thing. It was really, really, really weird. Oh, you were done. Um, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was, spent a few hours in jail. I thought my life was ruined. Got bailed out a few few hours later. Girlfriend bailed me out, which is, you know, $20,000. My, my girlfriend. Or you, only no, you, pay, you only got to pay like 10 or 20% of that. She didn't, she didn't bail me out. She picked me up. Teammate bailed me out. Like 2000 bucks. Yeah, that's if you use the bail bond. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say. I hope you, you're not. No, just one of my teammates just paid the twenty thousand bail, and then you get the bail. Oh, not, well, not a lot of people know this. You get the bail money back. Yeah, but still, who's that's, that's like, the idea of bail. You get it back if you show up to. He really? played water polo. That explains. Like, way to way to like having a friend with twenty thousand dollars the wrong way. I mean, I didn't lose him. <laughs> Look, I didn't use him. I had no contact with anybody. He just That's bailed me out. Mark so much material for tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, like if you ask him for twenty thousand, he probably wouldn't give it to you. But <laughs> and I like I how know. you like think so fondly on your girlfriend for picking you up at jail one time. Uh, no, I was. What I was gonna say is that's really cool. My girlfriend had to 
pick up her boyfriend from jail. I'm just like, saying, I, was, I had to drive someone to and from Tent City one. at like five in the morning for a, like a very many months. Right. No, but I was, that's commitment. What that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm like you got into a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I think these moments are fun. <laughs> not for I, me. Oh no, they're not, not for me. Darren, <laughs> I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to make like so fun of your ex, huh? You're like, oh. yeah. I, I'm like something mildly nice about her. I'm not worried about that. I have a taser, like I said <laughs> earlier. But yeah, yeah, I spent some time in jail is insane. Yeah, oh, I met a friend. Yeah. I met a friend. That's like why I don't tell people the story about why I got arrested because yeah, no, it just I, makes it worse. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't spend that much time in jail, but I was soaking You're wet wearing pers- UCLA gear. It was really weird. Like he everyone was like, "What just happened to you?" And I was like, "I just once, won a championship crazy. just now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, I was the wildest guy in the championship. Yeah, like my soulmates are like, "Where did you just come from?" I was like, "The USC." Swimming pool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I was still like, hey, where do you hear? We won a championship, baby. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mixed emotions. A lot of mixed emotions. It was wild. Ended up being fine, though. Nothing happened. I didn't press charges or anything. That's a blessing. Yeah. Huge blessing. I was pissing my pants in jail. Like, in jail, I was Did actually freaking the fuck out. No, I didn't apologize or anything. Oh. No, so. Happened is I got out. No, I didn't apologize at all. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing. Here's the fucking thing. I assaulted him, but he did try to prevent me from celebrating a championship. Like he did try to take me down. Like I was jumping in a pool to go celebrate with teammates. You know. Yeah, so like fuck him a little bit. What was that? Oh yeah, I cleared the way for everybody. Everyone had my back. I thought my life was ruined. I got out of jail. Everyone was like, "Oh, you did the right thing, dude. That was so cool, dude." Everyone got to set, like everyone because everyone ran in behind me. I was at the I was at the front of like a big group of like fifty people. Right this is giving this pool. is giving January six. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wasn't celebrating the Trump victory. I was celebrating an NC two A victory. January 6th. Right? <laughs> we remember. We remember. <laughs> remember? Wasn't, that, wasn't that many Januaries ago. <laughs> like, I pushed into the Capitol building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. I got out and I was, yeah, everything was fine. But yeah, I was freaking out when I was in jail. I thought I was like, I'm ruined. This is bad. This is really bad. It's a felony battery, $20,000 bail. Did you take like, a shit? No, <laughs> oh, fuck no, dude. Like, who the fuck goes to jail for four hours and takes a shit? <laughs> like, I got to shit right now. <laughs> like, really? You can't. Is that like a big. Like, you oh, because really you have to shit in front of people? Sometimes. It's, yeah, it's the toilet is just, it's a room with eight people and a toilet. Like, you have to shit in front of everybody. I like where you answer me so quickly, like, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was there. I really was. I really was. That's dumb. Fuck so you didn't take a shit. That was confidence. You're like, yo, somebody's going to get me out of here. <laughs> Yeah, Somebody's gonna get me out here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Who'd you call first? Yeah, we can smoke break. Yeah. Dude, I tried to call the only person's number I knew out of the top of my head was my mom. Ah, because no. I'm did you call her? I'm young. I got contacts on my phone. I called my mom. She just didn't answer. She didn't find out till the next day. Just like wasn't around her phone. Yeah, so that was the only number I knew. And then I started dialing bail bond agencies because I needed to, I wanted to get bailed out. I had no idea what was happening outside. I didn't know anyone was trying to bail me out. I had mm-hmm. no communication, no phone. Or Right. Good yeah. thing your girlfriend was there. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're gonna go. We're oh my god. Yeah, I kicked Mark. 
Just calm down. I don't want any problems either. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to go smoke a cigarette. And then when we come back, we're going to ask, oh, somebody is calling on the phone. Oh. Who's calling let's on the phone? Let's take a call. Oh, let's definitely take Hold a call. Hold on. You guys. I bet it's one of my exes. It's my ex. <laughs> hey, that was not a call for someone who wanted to be on the show. They wanted to know about an open mic. So I interrupted you to tell you you should go. We have Mars Bar right now. Let's go smoke. We'll be back, Mars. guys. And then we're going to ask Tamara some questions and stop talking about, uh, you know, Raphael's jail stories. <laughs> hey, hey, we are back, everybody, from our smoke break, allegedly. Well, not allegedly, because we can smoke outside. They were smoking cigarettes. I was smoking weed, so I'm going to get weird, and we're going to ask Tamara some questions. And Mark is going to eat some pretzels. John is still with us. I don't mind answering yeah. questions. Later. This is not the police. Later, Damar. <laughs> Weary, I'm clipping these up, and then there'll be like a short and tight version that goes on Spotify later, which I'll send you. That's my favorite That's time. Why we're just chilling here. We're just doing what we want and having a good time. I really feel like we need a station dog now. Um. <laughs> yeah. So you have a, okay. You have a mic. Yeah. So we were talking about what we asked. We said how long you have you been doing comedy? Did you have a Netflix special? Because I saw that on your no, Instagram. no, no, no. Or are no. you joking? You fucking. I was joking. Know. I didn't realize how good I can make it look. That seriously looked really real, and I yeah, know how no, to do I that. Realize, <laughs> I didn't realize how good I can make it look. It was absolutely believable. Netflix. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> you can still do it. You can still do it. Every day. No, I meant like with the logo. No, never mind. So that's what I mean. I smoked weed. That's why I preface what I say with that when I come back from the smoke break. Mark's gonna roast me either way. But that was still a good preview of what 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 it can you know. How... Yeah, you got to. It's, it's like when those girls used to put the Vogue filter over their model pics and then yeah. they put it on their. Pro- <laughs> I didn't even have to put that logo. It looks good, like as it is. But I just but it was in the Vogue letter. Miranda's like such a normal name a for a dancer. Okay, I thought you were gonna say something weird, like like citrus or like crystalline or I don't know. <laughs> what is crystalline? water? Okay, it doesn't matter. So, um, yeah. Well, back to comedy. I guess I'm gonna just awkwardly transition back to. We've talked about how you found comedy before mark we've talked about it with Raphael. how did you find comedy tomorrow <laughs> i don't know I, I, well i guess i'm talking to comics right yeah i feel like i i'm like always been you know, funny you know i'm like i was kind of more like my mom didn't like that i was so funny she would like tell people to stop laughing <laughs> if you stop laughing he'll stop being funny and i'm mm-hmm. like well get him to stop laughing like she thought you were doing it too much and she which no, she just like I would just take over everything, like you know, like I would just have everybody dying, and she's like, my mom wanted to be in control, and I had and everybody's you attention. Got the room. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So you've always kind of want it's always been there in some yeah. way. Nice, but you do other things too. So like, how did you get into you do music, right? And you yeah, you have des- I think design listed in there, but I wasn't sure. You know, like like all my all of my like talent so just like a collection of like my experiences in life and like the the different avenues i went through and then like they're manifesting themselves now you know kind of like you know how jamie fox his mom his grandma used to make him play the piano like all the time she used to like he was he's like classically trained in the piano for no reason you know right and then when it came time to play ray charles 
he can do it. And it was like, mm. yo, how can this comedian play Ray Charles? You know, it was like, yo, I, I had a random talent that matched up with what I was like doing. Like Charles Yeah. There's a lot of like musicians that do mainstream stuff that like even I would like T Pain actually has like a gospel singing background. There's a lot of like cross crossover between like being brought up with music or like a craft of some type, which is interesting, I think. Yeah. You just have you just like using all your one day I might have I am the shit on a forklift, right? But like if I ever am I like cast in a movie or something, I wanna fucking destroy on a fucking forklift, and everybody's gonna think it was a stunt double. So wait, you tell me you're good at. <laughs> so you just have random Driving gifts, forklifts. you know? You have random, your random gifts are comedy, music, and you're good at a forklift. No, you're. Driving, not. driving forklifts. <laughs> no, no, you just. Have, all, right, all right, look. What are you saying? How many random talents do you have? I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but my resume is like long. I worked like one job for like one year for a long time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, are you not good at a forklift? No, I'm, I'm, I'm huh? Yeah, I'm talking. All right, all right. You know what I'm talking about then. That's it. That's where the forklift was invented. Oh, really? <laughs> Rafi. But I'm good at a fucking forklift. Phenomenal on a forklift. I'm whipping. Yeah. I'm in reverse on a forklift, bro. 